Welcome, everybody, to the inaugural podcast of The Venue. Uh, we, <laughs> we've been battering this idea for a while now of how do we, how do we harness the power uh, that is our online forum, VenueNet. And we thought, you know, what better way to do that to give voice to you, our members. So we say, hey, let's, let's start a call-in show. So we take subjects that you all bring up on VenueNet, and we ask you to call in, give your opinion. Uh, who knows? Someday we're going to start having guests. Who will have guest hosts? I don't, I don't know, Jason. We're going to. We're going to. A lot of things to work. You know, very busy around here with our our production value for our show. So, uh, but yeah. So welcome to the venue. Uh, I'm uh, one of your hosts, Greg Wolf. I'm the professional. The Wolf. The wolf. Yes, the, yes, that's that's not going to get old at all. Um, so uh, with me today is Jason Hensel, our senior editor. Jason, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing, Wolf? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we've been calling him Hen lately. Um, so I don't know. I, we'll, we'll go like all radio programs. Uh, it's an evolving thing. So we really appreciate all of our listeners who were on for this first show. A um, couple rules of the of the road. You know, of course, we ask if you call in. Uh, you know, please. You know, be respectful of our fellow callers. Uh, you know, basically the same kind of etiquette you would have on any other forum. Uh, as part of being audio, uh, just raise your hand on the question uh, little uh, area of your toolbar, and we'll unmute you. And uh, we can talk about the, uh, whatever topic we're talking about. Or if you don't want to be on the air, that's fine. Uh, just type in a question to us. So uh, what's our first topic today there, Hen? Well, our first topic, uh, I thought we'd uh, start with selfie sticks. Okay, here we go. A favorite topic of mine. Selfie sticks. Okay, go ahead and let's, let's hear it. Uh, I'm, I'm sick and tired of hearing about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, that's the nut of it. I'm just sick and tired of hearing about them. Uh, well, as an example, you know, my experience with selfie sticks has been on Mashable. There's a video of people using a selfie stick in a car, and they're singing. And all of a sudden, <laughs> first of all, the driver's watching the selfie stick. They're watching the watching the, the cell phone as they're driving, and their tire blows out, and they flip the car. So, you know, I can understand how uh, selfie sticks can be misused and can be kind of dumb. But uh, I know a lot of venues are kind of – on VideoNet, I think – you have back and forth. There's some who like it, some who don't. Or rather, it's more like not like. It's we just feel like it's it, it's uh, too much of a risk. Um, it's a precaution. It's a precaution. Being a out of precaution. Okay. But uh, did you see the the, the the Pizza Hut commercial making fun of selfies? No, six? go on. Um, it's just how selfies are getting longer and longer, and people are uh, obsessed with them and. They're saying like you selfies were just about you, yes, just only about you. But now that you have a selfie stick, the, you're taking a picture of the world around you and other people, and it's a play on like, well, you have to order bigger, bigger pizzas because you have a lot more people okay. in your life now. Okay. So they're they're making fun right. of that. I, you know, it, look, uh, I think people's uh, in this this show too. I don't think you know, we definitely want to hear your opinion as a venue manager, but just as a consumer too. You know, are you are you using one? Uh, you know, uh, out there just on your daily basis. So uh, I'm just going to throw this out there. You know, do we have anyone on the line here who wants to talk about, uh, you know, what they're doing, if they've had any bad issues with it? Um, you know, do you do you think it's a bad idea, good idea? You banned it. Any 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 horror stories that you want to talk about? Let's see here. Yeah. You got a new listener. Welcome, welcome, welcome new, listener. new listener. By the way, happy Memorial Day, uh, prior. Uh, weekend. I know a lot of people are. Do we shop? People still shop on Memorial Day weekend. Is it a thing? Half, half Price Books has a 20% off sale. I will. Okay, be there. so for those of you in the Dallas DFW area, Half Price Books 
Um, I think all the half-price half books around the country are probably having the same sale. Okay. They do it every Memorial Day weekend. Okay. Fair enough. I know it wasn't um, – mattresses isn't a big thing? People sell mattresses? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. My wife and I just bought a new mattress. Well, you should have waited till we didn't. Well, we hit the the Memorial Day sale was already happening two weeks ago. Oh, all right, fair enough. So far yeah. out. So. Um, once again, if you if you like to uh, the the topic we're talking about is selfie sticks right now. If you'd like to call in uh, or uh, have your opinion heard, uh, please just raise your hand. It's on the question section of the toolbar, and we'll unmute you. Um, yeah. Now, I, I know selfie sticks are kind of new, but I mean, you know, it's the same kind of thing with taking in kind of picture during concert or, or the course of a venue operation, really. I mean, yeah. I'm assuming if you hit somebody with some with a selfie stick, you know, people will, you know, you'll have your, your staff, you know, approach that person and take it away from them. I mean, I just don't know what, if the large concern is it can be used as a weapon, okay, fair enough, but. So, so can your arms. So can your arms, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think well, you're going back to taking, taking photos at an event. Mm -hmm. I think, and we were talking about this yesterday. I'm, and this is more, this is more of a customer service training issue. Is I'm more dis, uh, distracted by ushers running down the aisle, wagging their fingers at people saying, "Don't take photos," than I am of someone taking a quick two-second photo of someone on stage. Yeah. Right. Well, to me, that's more distracting than all these ushers running around saying, no photos, no photos, no photos. Well, if someone just took two seconds, took a photo and put it back in their pocket, I'm, I'm less distracted. Well, I know, and I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, speaking of being distracted, uh, I don't know those of you out there who bought the pay-per-view uh, for Pacquiao Mayweather. Uh, I did. I, I, I admit I was one of those people who thought it was going to be anything different than it actually was. Uh, but, you know, you're sitting out there and lo and behold, if you're on Twitter, you start seeing video feeds of both Meerkat and Periscope. So let's let's just dive into this. I, I, I want to hear some opinions out there, too. So, again, if you want to if you want to if you want to give your opinion on this and your venue or just as a as a as a personal consumer of uh, pay-per-views or sports, please let us know and just raise your hand and we'll one. Uh, we'll, but go ahead. Maybe give a little, our, our what is Periscope, what is Meerkat? Uh, Meerkat and Periscope are live streaming apps that you run through uh, your Twitter application. Right. You it's a it's a live a live video. I mean we we could have done that right here and people can log in and they can chat with you while you're doing this live streaming app. Mm -hmm. And what happened with the fights was people didn't want to pay $100 for it, and so they just planted their their smartphones at a TV and just live streamed that. Twitter did their best to mitigate that, but it was pretty much whack-a-mole. Mm -hmm. What did you say? Whack-a-mirror. Whack-a-mirror has been calling it, yeah. Yeah. Thank, thanks, Wolf. That's ours, by uh, the way. <laughs> by the way, if, if I see any of you at our conferences and you say whack-a-mirror, if we don't get a dollar to the foundation, you know, we watch Sarah will be on you for that, so. Wacky Meerkat, that's ours. Uh, go ahead. I mean, this is, as soon as one, one went down, another went up. And at one point, there were about 10,000 people in one periscope watching. watching. It was a base in Spain. We're watching the, the fight. Right. Right. Well, okay. You know, look, this has – how many implications is this? You have an event in your building. Uh, you know, you have a concert. And someone's streaming. And, and it, I, I don't know. I don't know if any manager should be too worried about this. I really think the, the, the Twitter – monitoring uh, systems out there are pretty good. Your ushers obviously are looking. It's just like as if you have a, a, a phone up for a camera, right? I mean, we've all been on concerts and we see people, you know, videotaping and going, ah, this is, you know, and, and I don't know. I, I think if I was the cable companies, I'd be terrified because you said 
that's 10,000 views. And now, this is the thing, too. And I, but this is a question out to our, our audience, too, as a consumer and a venue manager as well. You know, do you really want to watch uh, a, a, a bad quality video of a fight? I don't. I mean, it depends how much you're invested in the fight. Right. I, I, personally, I, I don't watch fights that right. often, and so I'm not that interested in it. So I don't mind watching a bad quality one because I'm not really that interested in it. You know, again, I, it comes back to uh, that fight in particular. I think really has a problem with Meerkat and and Periscope. I don't, I don't see this being a huge problem for our members. I, I, just, I don't see it. Yeah, it's it's more. I mean, I think it comes down to price. I think, like I said, it's like you lower the price point, you have less people wanting to do this. Yeah. I mean, if you say, all right, this is only twenty five dollars to see this fight, and like a lot more people are like, all right, I'll pay twenty five bucks for a high quality image. You start charging a hundred dollars, you're like, well, I'll, I'm happy to take the, the blocky images or someone's smartphone. And the, the big thing, though, you take away from this though is. 10,000 people watching this fight at one time chatting together. It was a community-based a community based around yeah, this fight. Right. You don't get that when you're just at home on, by yourself or with one friend watching the fight. You get 10,000 people talking about this fight and interacting with one another. It was an event in itself. Yeah, but 10,000 thieves. That's just it. 10,000 people stealing something in one day. It was the greatest crime against pay-per-view <laughs> ever. We, and we know who you are, too. That's just it. It's Twitter. It's not like, you know, that we don't know who's watching. I, oh, okay. That's a good question. Uh, okay. I want to watch someone's uh, Meerkat or Periscope. And mm -hmm. do you, can Twitter tell who's watching it or just the person broadcasting it? I, I don't know. Because that's, that's the rub. Because once, back in the, believe it or not, back in the day, I was guilty in 99 of stealing a couple songs. I know it. It's beyond my character, what? but what? yes. But the thing the RIAA did was it went after the people supplying it, not the people stealing it. So all of these, you know, little old ladies were getting drugged to court, dragged to court, because their grandchildren were were uploading all these songs. Mm -hmm. You know, for a venue, if you grab somebody uh, and they're periscoping, you know, do you have to confiscate the phone? Do you, you know what's your point of responsibility for? Uh, finding someone actively stealing a, a, a product, I just think that's going to work itself out too. I don't know. Yeah, I know we have a, a hand raised. Summer, is that are you one that wants to be? You want to say something? Summer, you've been unmuted. Do you want to? You have a comment? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> raise your hand. So I don't we 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 definitely want to have a conversation with our audience. So if you would like to, they say something, either type it into the question area or the chat area as well or raise your hand and we will unmute you to, to expand this conversation but again I and I, you know I think it's I think there's also an opportunity for team building with Periscope I think you could have a lot of um, uh, you know we're talking about how our venue managers particularly our executives and and general managers use Twitter uh, mm -hmm. for you know uh, either talking about the show or talking about their building. You know, I think this is one more thing in the long line of, uh, you know, ways of self-promotion that our venues, uh, our, uh, our uh, studios has a window here. You can actually visit. Oh, here, our CEO is here too. It's, here we go. We have an audience. Yeah. Take that GMA. Oh, see, so here's, here's our CEO, Vicki Howard. And of course, our, <laughs> John, you know, John, yes, former president and, and, and chair of like, I think eight committees. Now, thank you, John. Good seeing you. There you go. See you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, 
Thank you. Bye. Bye. Uh, so this is part of the fun, everybody. We should have we have celebrities drop by all the time, you know, and, and former presidents of the association. So yeah, stick around with us, people. Um, we'll, we'll go back to the Periscope and the Twitter. Uh, the uh, the best thing for those the best uses for those applications are behind the scenes footage. I know, like a lot of uh, leagues are now starting you know, interviews with players, or yeah. going into right. the into the clubhouse yeah. and. And doing things on there, and I think I think it's a uh, Lee from the Staples Center does a great job of here's a behind the scenes shot, you know, before a show, or here's you know here's some here's I'm gonna give a, you know first person reply to me for you know to this tweet right. to get backstage pass. Right. You know that's how you use it rather than just always promoting your show. Like we have a show coming, up, we have a show coming up. That gets tiresome after a while. But you know, give the, give the audience something, mm -hmm. some some meat. Well, and I think people and I and and Jason Judy, if you're I know you're out there somewhere, but you know the the idea is oh, what's the story here? It's not just day. And I think that's also a lot of venues are learning Facebook. It's all well and good, but you know it needs to. It can't just be used to broadcast when your tickets are. You know what I mean? Um, you know I. I really think that uh, you know it, it, what's the how can we how can we forward the story of a venue? How, and, and Lee's a perfect example. Lee is a character, and people want to know what Lee's doing. And I think we have so many of our venue managers out there who are like that. You just meet them in our conferences. You know, uh, they uh, they're like that. So let's see. Uh, we got a a, a a person from Yo Venue has a has a comment. Let's see. Um, let's see. Live streaming on personal devices could allow more real-time perspectives. Absolutely. Unique commentary, unique commentary, tone of voice, funny perspectives. Venues can provide these too. Exactly, yes. Uh, a backstage stream could be interesting, but balancing with in-seat attendee experience is key. Yeah, I mean, uh, now I, I admit it. I, w I went to the Miley Cyrus uh, concert when I was here in Dallas. What? Yeah, what? I know. I know. I was the one. I was the one dancing. You know who was dancing? No, I'm just kidding, of course. But no, I was there. And and Miley in the yeah, middle of the right, performance. So I just you on a wrecking ball swinging yeah. back and forth. Yes, it was me. I had the costume. <laughs> I actually brought the ball. Burger, burger. No, you know. Miley Cyrus was doing uh, uh, social media while she was singing, right? You know, you you could have Periscope. She could do, she could do a video just like your know, venue said, um, you know, while you're performing. I mean, they're do artists now are using social media in their performances. So I I don't know. I think this is one another. It's another piece of technology where, you know, of course, we got to make sure all of our partners. You know, if you're a venue, you know. You gotta make sure the, the artist is okay with it. But I could see if an artist goes, you know what, I'm okay with periscoping for my for my event. And you might get that from people like Miley. And that's another question for the group out there. You know, do you have any artists that are like, you know what, we want to go full fledged social media, take as many videos, pictures, because us old like Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam started selling every single one of their of their uh, live live uh, sessions an MP3 because they knew people were recording it. Speaking of which, didn't you go? Uh, we we have a little uh, a segment we like to call. Well, we're still working on, but I I know Hen goes exploring uh, Hen his adventures. Uh, you know, Hensel here not only being a superior uh, editor. No, I'm sorry, senior editor, not superior. Sorry. Oh, oh you can call superior, superior editor. editor. We'll call you superior. Editor. You know, uh, light is also a uh, comedian. Uh, you you are in, you are in the. Uh, improv empire that is Dallas Improv. Now you go on, you go on a various adventures. So we went to a recent, recent new studio, something right downtown. The new, the new, the new Dallas. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. 
It's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, they, they just moved to a new uh, location in Deep Ellum. They moved to a 7,000 square foot uh, building, two theaters, huge bar. I mean, the Dallas comedy scene is blowing up. Right, and and I and I think we have. A, and they highly encourage we. Uh, so you have your 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 food menu, you have your drink menu, and they have a social media menu also where it says follow us and it gives you all the hashtags to use, all the Twitter accounts, the Instagram accounts. When the the hosts are on stage, they ask you please just turn off your flash, okay, yeah. turn off your right. ringer. So feel free to take as many photos as you want. Just please hashtag us Laugh Local or Hello Thirty Twenty Five. That's our new that's our new location. So they really push it out there. Yeah, it's a comedy house, you know. That's yeah, but I could see a lot of our small theater venues doing that. I could see a lot of go getters. I could see, uh, you know, uh, I could I don't know what. Uh, like, for instance, we are in Portland. You know, Portland has five venues. I could see, you know, various theaters competing, let's say, five theaters. What's the best uh, video you could take during the, the free concert or whatever, you know? Yeah. It seems like this is definitely, it's, it's not, I don't say guerrilla marketing, but it's grassroots, uh, the story of just the just the regular uh, party uh, party goer. Good lord, the reg. It's, it's Memorial <laughs> Weekend too early, folks. No, you know your regular concert person. What are they doing? And that might be a way of again continuing the story and attaching an emotional, a good emotional experience with your venue. It's a, it's free too. So don't forget that's free marketing right there. Right. There's a and I guess the one the one sector we're kind of hell even out of this conversation we need to bring in is the performing arts centers because they put on a lot of plays they have a lot of copyright material that cannot be periscoped or photos taken during the performance. However, I've been to a few theaters that do allow tweet seats in the back and encourage you to take photos without a flash of course. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's a live tweet, but they put those people in the back row. And I I would gladly give my front row seat for a back row seat if I could tweet and take photos during the show. Yeah. I'm, I'm going on record. Right, and, right you, and you're, you're a customer for life, or at least you're a you're, um, customer for that season. Yeah. You know, you'll, you, and then, you know, uh, and you could, you could be a, an advocate for what they're doing there. Yeah. Well, I got yeah. some comments here. Let's see here. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, okay. This is from Chuck. Uh, hi, Chuck. Hey, hey, Chuck. Hi, Chuck. Welcome. Uh, let's see. Christian artists really advocate social media. Okay. okay. I wonder, is that now, now Chuck, is that, um, uh, Chuck, can I unmute you? Can you rate, let's just see if I can unmute Chuck. Chuck, are you there? No, let's see. Chuck, are you there? Maybe we're having trouble with the. Uh... I don't know. Well, Chuck, maybe you could type in. You know, so is it is, for Christian uh, artists? Is it um, is it part of the uh, just the the overall message? I mean, is it also you know do they do they have people? Do they have like church? Do they like to hold churches get together online socially and then go to the concerts and then talk about? They have like a Bible study. I mean, how how in depth? Let's see. Chuck has no mic. Oh, <laughs> Chuck has no mic. That's okay. You know, actually, there is a phone number. If you click on this, is a we'll just briefly. If you uh, would like to use your phone instead of your mic on your on your computer, you can click on the audio section of your toolbar, and it'll give you the telephone number to call in. Um. So actually, I see him telling. Okay, this is good. We'll get Chuck online in a second. Uh. So yeah. Okay. So 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 Christian artists. Um. We talked about Pearl Jam. I think Dave Matthews was big in that. Again, Miley Cyrus is an artist. Who's using uh, social media actively? How about going back to comedy? You know, stand-up comedian is um, what's his name? Uh, Ozzy. 
Ozzy, the guy from Parson Rec. But I've, what I've heard he does is he comes out and he'll say, all right, you can take photos for the, for the next minute, and he'll pose on the stage or whatever, and then he'll request, don't take any photos or video while I'm doing my, my show. All right. He'll come out and let you take photos before. Out of respect for the artist. Okay. Yeah. All right, I think Chuck might have a – let's see if Chuck's on. Chuck, can you hear me? Yeah, how are you? All right, okay. Thank you, Chuck, for being our first, first call in. Uh, hey, I'm – I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Okay, so you said uh, you said some Christian artists uh, allow social media. Maybe just talk a little bit about it. what do they what do they allow? Well, we being in the Bible Belt, we get a lot of uh, Christian acts, uh, a lot of contemporary Christian acts, and I think they really um, market, especially the contemporary Christian artists, market to a younger generation. Okay. And so when you see them coming in, and you see their um, promotional material or the way they market themselves, especially during the concert, they ask you to hashtag this, hashtag that. They'll drew they'll do drawings for they'll pick a hashtag out or they'll pick a, a user out. Um, they really encourage photographs, uploading, streaming. Um, that's that's what I see and we as a venue see the most mm -hmm. uh, use of social media is in the contemporary artists. Uh, contemporary Christian artists. Uh, uh, and again, and I can really see people too connecting before and after the show. You know, if you if a if a church is going, you know, to see contemporary Christian, you know, they could have they could say, you know, we're going to have a Bible study, you know, next weekend. We hope to see you there. You know, stuff like that. Um, it just I think it just lends itself to certain kind of artists too. Yeah, I think it does too. Uh, they're they're. Uh, I wish that. We, I, I just I, I think you're right. They they use it a, a lot more than most. Um, their their audience is really tech savvy. So most of the people that are coming to those shows are, are youth groups that are all over Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or, or, or Twitter, and um, what's the other one? I can't remember. There's another popular one that I'm still on. Instagram. What they're using LinkedIn while they're at a concert. <laughs> maybe, maybe, adding. maybe it's a. Um, not Snapchat, but um, um, MySpace. Yeah, right, right. MySpace. Or Friendster. They're, they're really get really back. Uh, well, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, Chuck, actually, you sent in a question beforehand. I thought, well, we have it in the line. We'll go. So you said uh, standing or sitting, uh, and, and maybe actually, could you repeat what the question you sent us? Sure. Basically, you know, we're we're really. I would say over the past two or three seasons, we're really. Uh, starting to see a lot more of the classic rock come come through our venue. Um, we've had some really good results um, with our shows. Um, we're a performing arts center. It's been here 11 years. Um, really fine in our place. Uh, everything is great. We actually just started uh, using adult sippy cups in our theater so you can buy a drink and take it into the, uh, into the house and, and have a cocktail, and that's helped tremendously. And so what we're seeing is with those, you know, most of the classic artists, they come in. You'll you'll see where most of the people want to sit down, even though it's a rock concert. Their 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 you know average age probably is 50 to 65, and and you still have those renegades, those rogue rockers that you know it's usually 10 or 15 of them that want to stand up while everybody else is sitting down. And what we found is it's just a really awkward position to be put in when they. They want to stand because it's a rock concert, which they have a very good point. But then the people behind them who've paid their money as well can't see. So I just didn't know if you know you all have had 
because we were built as a performing arts center, we when we first opened, it was just you know strictly Broadway, ballet, mm-hmm. um, uh, symphony orchestras, you know some some comedians. But here over the past two or three years, we're really really seeing a lot more uh, of the classic rock shows. So we're we're in there in kind of new territory. Plus, you add the alcohol inside the auditorium, yeah, adds a new twist, adds a new twist to it. I mean, could you know could. You, is it is it always one or the other? I mean, is it always a is a but surely it's a mixed bag, right? I mean, you have some audience members who, I guess, is the, here's the question: Are people not standing up be, like they would at a normal at a concert, an outdoor pavilion, let's say, because they still think they're in a performing arts hall? That yes, I, I think that has a lot to do with it. I think that they their expectations of being in this beautiful hall. Uh, they they still inclined to sit, but I also think that they just they're uh, you know they just don't they just paid they just don't want to stand. I just I I, I don't. It's an there, awkward. It's weird. Do y'all make any sort of announcement beforehand to say you know please be respectful to the people around you? No, we don't. Um, actually, last concert we had the Doobie Brothers, we put in a little creative fun leaflet. Uh, three up in our in our playbill just as a reminder to be respectful to those around you. Uh, well, I actually didn't have, go ahead. Go ahead. Didn't have any trouble. I love the fact you have a playbill for the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> like, like yeah, so hey. all the member, original members so aren't there, right? So who stu- who sticks in there? Oh, let's see. Go get, uh, here's the problem too. I have a joke I want to say and I start reading the question. But yeah, so I think it's funny. So you have a playbill for all your rock concerts? Not all of them. No, no. I, I don't know why we had one for the Doobie Brothers. It, it Surprised me as well, but um, we, we it was a pr- it's basically a program, not necessarily a place. Okay. But just a, okay, that's still hilarious though. Advertisers, advertisers can buy in it. Okay, um, yeah, well, sure, 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 yeah. Well, okay, so we got someone from the audience. Uh, Yo Venue says this. Chuck, <laughs> Yo, uh, that's a good Twitter handle. Yo Venue, you gotta you gotta get that before someone before we steal it, because uh, we will. Uh, uh, does Chuck have fixed seating, or could standing areas be created? It is all reserved seating. We have talked about possibly creating a standing area. Um, of course, it would be have to be in the back of the house, yeah. behind, you know, you know. But but generally, that's that's on the table as well. We've talked a little bit about standing that. areas. For, it's a great idea. Standing areas for ballet. I mean, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, do, do it all the oh, time. Oh, their opera, you know, the for the peanut gallery, you know, because that's where it was, yeah. right? The, the idea had the jokes for the for the. The Groundlings, as well as the, the yeah, yeah, in the Globe Theater, it was yeah. Let's see here. Yeah. Uh, okay, our own Joe Durr, by the way, who was going to be our first uh, live guest. Hope you're feeling better, yeah, Joe. Joe. Hope you're feeling better. Hope you hope you still can shop on this Memorial Day weekend. I know we all need extra. Um, what are these some morning weekend mattresses or Ma- mattresses books? books. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, so Joe has a comment. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Once the crowd dynamic begins standing and the music is loud and the artists are having a great time, it is near impossible to reverse the trend. Yeah, fair enough, Joe. And and, and maybe Chuck, this is also thinking: is it something that your clientele just going to have to be kind of educated? Is the culture while the culture changes from a, a, a high performing arts ballet to rock shows? I mean, could that? Could that be something that maybe your guest services team might could take into consideration of, um, you know, how how we approach the problem, or, or is it a, is it an evolving thing? I mean, have you seen real progress in previous shows to now, where more people are standing up or sitting down, or it's still just a mixed bag? 
Well, it's a mixed bag, but I think you hit the nail on the head, which is basically educating our guests to, to, to get used to either get used to it or um, to to join the party or just be respectful. It's it's one of those because I think most people you've got like as I said before, you've got those those ones that that used to rock out but may not have the energy to do it anymore. Right. They want to they bought a seat and they want to sit in and then you still got those ones that still want to leave relive the glory day. Nice. So I'm going to sign off here. I'm going to go back to just my mic and speakers. So thanks for taking oh, call, Chuck, guys. thanks for being our first call in. And uh, yeah, we hope you tune in. We hope you tune in next month too. Yeah, I'll be listening right. to you guys. Thanks, thanks. Chuck. Uh, so speaking of Joe Durr, Joe has a question for us. Uh, have any okay. venue managers had success changing minds of artists who do not want social media during their performances, e.g. comedians, who are protective of intellectual property. Uh, so if anyone has a, a response to that, please type it in or, or raise your hand. Uh, we'd love to hear your opinion on this. Um, I think one example you just gave, though. Who was that Who was that comedian? That uh, uh, I'm going to mess up his name. Um, Anzi Ansari. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, again, he, he is an artist like Miley Cyrus who um, is embracing social media within his act. And I, th- I think that the joke is he actually went to rehab for being addicted to social media like he's one of those guys who's so involved in social media that he just can't he just couldn't he had to actually stop for a while um so maybe maybe joe uh maybe that might be an option maybe finding examples of comedians of how they do it and, and you know and i know that a lot of comedians too uh depending if they're working their stuff out new jokes they don't want it getting out there but i'm assuming there no one's working out material at at uh, portland five necessarily yeah joe was there can you say a type of comedian maybe that i mean have you had any luck uh getting comedians to come around i mean again i, I can only think of maybe you give them an example of um you know when they can use social media yeah yeah i mean the, the comedians i see are in such small venues that, right i mean i saw i saw i mean louis ck at the majestic theater mm-hmm. in dallas mm-hmm. and people were taking photos and, and everything while he was but it wasn't a big deal. I mean, the, the ushers came and said, you know, no photos or anything. But usually people take those photos within the first five minutes of the show. You rarely right. see a photo maybe pop up every now and right. then later on in the show. Right. Yeah, you know, and, and again, I think it might just be an education audience. You know, you, you listen to all these podcasts, and a lot of them are comedians. And what has happened is you no longer see comedians going to radio stations doing interviews. They're, they're doing their own podcast which is free. They put it on iTunes on a huge uh, platform, you know, and they get it out there and you start. And so basically the, the fan has evolved to the point where they kind of know the, the drill. And I would think hopefully Joe, that, you know, this problem might go away with, you know, you have more educated customers who realize eh, it's not too cool to record a comedian yeah. in a mid joke, yeah. you know, although, you know, you, you do, you do uh, improv. Mm-hmm. What do you guys do? Or if someone stands up and starts meerkatting you. By the way, what's the proper term? Live streaming. Yeah, but what's the, there has to be a new term, you know, because tweeting. Periscoping. Scoping. Let's make it up. Scoping. That's okay, that's term. a good one. Yeah, let's put it. All right, hey everybody. So all our listeners out there, uh, you know, a little poll. What would you call? What do you? What are you going to call for your staffs or in your personal life? What What are you going to call meerkatting or scoping? I like or periscoping. 
You know, I, don't, I think at an improv show is different because there are. Well, first of all, we, I haven't experienced that. Second, improvisers probably want that show recorded because there's something really funny about that right, show. Get picked up. So you're no longer to do. You're no longer do improv anymore. They can actually be real comedian. Yeah, no, no, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, everybody. Oh, I know, I know. Sorry. Social streaming. Thank you, Yo Venue. I like it. Social streaming. Um. I like. I like. I like scoping. I do too. Yeah. Because it, you know it shortens it, periscoping and meerkatting, catting. And a meerkat stand up now. Meerkats do stand up. Right, that's the whole point. They stand up, right? That's the. Right. Was it Meerkat Manor? Right. Yeah. There you go. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kathy Summerlin says uh, Rodney Carrington's writer says to post sign. Oh, we go. Here we go. Well done. To post signs, no video or any other recording devices are allowed in the venue. Use use of cell phones during the performance will not be tolerated. As he had a clever video to address the issue too, we had no issues. Okay, there you go. I mean, it really—it seems like you just—it really depends on the artist and trying to work with him, he or she, about how they want to be. See, again, comedians—I can't. Comedians are so focused on what they want to say. It's kind of odd that it just depends on—you know—is their art infringed by videotaping it? Oh, okay. Um, we we need we didn't get the pages. Oh, okay. All right. Well, this is for next time. Uh, we have page. If you're, I I don't. That's the thing. I can't tell which one's page on the, on the attendees. All right. Well, so as a follow up to this, uh, page had. Uh, go ahead. I'll let you. Paige Grissom uh, is a student, uh, student member, and she wrote a great article about the millennials and their dream venue. Okay. And she had some great ideas specifically for stadiums that we wanted to touch on. What, you know, if she had all the money in the world and she could just build her own venue based upon her own wants and needs and her generation's wants and needs, what would it look like? You got it. All right. Well, Paige, we will see. We'll definitely have you on next time. Thank you, everyone, for everyone for our, raw, our, our inaugural broadcast. We had a great time doing it. Uh, we really appreciate you tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next month. Thanks, Thanks, Hen. All right, thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.